Hey, it's Chell. And Josh. And welcome, welcome to, to the Unstuck, Unstuck Institute. Institute. Stuck in a day job you hate? Not sure how to start and grow your own business? The Unstuck Institute podcast is all about helping you take your next step on the road to working for yourself. Unstuckers, we're back with another weekly episode of the Unstuck Institute. Hey, we know everything's changing out there. Everyone's struggling in their own ways. We thought we'd do a little check-in as part of our own episodes on our own businesses uh, and see where we are and what we're doing. And uh, you guys can know that. And maybe you guys will reach out and tell us what you guys are doing. And we can all kind of learn from each other in what is a brave new world. Say hi, Chell. Hi, guys. Chell, what's your business like? You're so for the record, you're in Florida, which just got shut down yesterday, two days ago, as of this recording. Uh, uh, last Friday. Last Friday, four days ago. Yeah. How how's your business? How's your state? <laughs> so I feel like our, as a whole, we're not really taking it super seriously. At least not here in the Panhandle, because there are so that, few cases. That is what I hear about Florida. Yeah, so we're not taking it as seriously as I feel like we should, but there's like maybe 150 cases in my county. So I guess demographic-wise, like that's not crazy, but I think we should still all be smart about this to some extent. So in my business, um, as soon as the governor issued that executive stay-at-home order, I made a pivot and decided not to cook in people's homes anymore. Um, and thankfully, in the state of Florida, it is legal to cook in your home and then deliver food. So, oh, nice. um, yeah, not ideal by any means because right. my kitchen's super tiny, <laughs> but um, it works. So I literally cooked from 8 a.m. till 6 p.m. on Sunday and delivered food yesterday. So that's kind of the pivot that I've made. And um, I'm just, honestly, I'm super grateful to still have business during these times when I know it can be so uncertain for people. So what about you, Josh? Yeah, for sure. It's interesting to hear you say, uh, what'd you say, only 115 or so cases Mm -hmm. in your county? There's only 262 in my county, but this state has taken it very seriously in New Mexico. (laughs) We've been on shutdown for... We were on partial shutdown like three weeks ago as of this recording and two weeks ago, like pretty much everything was on stay at home order. Yeah. Um, So I'm very happy to be in a state that is not densely populated uh, by comparison, doesn't have that many cases, but is taking it seriously as if we were Seattle or L.A. or New York. Yeah, for real. uh, I feel kind of safe here, uh, which is nice uh, compared to some other places. Yeah. but yeah, so since the stay-at-home order, I, um, I'm i an essential business because people need their technology even more now. So I can still work, but most businesses are shut down completely right now unless they can figure out a way to work from home. And I decided to close my shop to walk in traffic. So my strategy has been to just stay home. That way, if people are dumbasses and they try to walk in on me at the shop, it's locked and they can't. And they have to call me. And then uh, that way I can filter some things because sometimes people think they need to meet me in person, but I can remote in and do a job or I can give them like a, a workaround for now so they don't have to leave their house, you know. Um, so I've been, you know, bunkered down at home 
answering the phone and trying to talk people out of uh, letting me work for them, which has been <laughs> uh, interesting to say the least. I am still going into the shop to meet people and into people's houses for emergencies if I just think there's no other way around it, it's particularly because I was on a job when this started hitting pretty hard with some other technicians for a, a non-IT company, but working on the house. And I just saw like me in blue gloves and uh, covering my face and like uh, just trying to take it seriously and be careful and not infect anyone, not bring anything into their house, yeah, not walk away with anything from their house. And the other technicians just not a care in the world about such things. So that's kind of what I was originally thinking. Like, I'm just not doing house calls. I'm just not doing shop calls for the time being. Yeah. But then I thought about like, what these people are going to do is they're going to call somebody else who's not going to take it seriously. So yeah, I'm, I'm open for that. Um, and I'm trying to talk them out of it. If there's any way we can do something else to get by, yeah, uh, depending on their problem, then I do that. And if not, I'm still making house calls, but very carefully and very seldomly and like showering in between so that I don't yeah. take something from one person's house and bring it to the next person's house. Um, so spacing out a little bit further. Yeah. Luckily I'm definitely not getting that many calls that necessitate in-person visits right now. So it's worked out well. And I've, um, great timing had a a couple of websites to build last week. So I was like, perfect. I can do that from home. So (laughs) I've been doing that, uh, kind of stuff. And, and, and really I, I, I feel like I'm more busy than I usually am, but it's, it's not necessarily like IT related stuff. It's yeah. like a bunch of peripheral things and figuring out life in this new normal and whatnot. That's got me very busy, but uh, yeah, I mean, luckily I'm in a position to have some savings. So as long as it doesn't last too long, I could, I could have no work for the next month or a little longer and be totally fine. Yeah. Uh, but the longer it goes past that, the less fine I get. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really is finding that happy medium with all of this though, right? Yeah. Because I guess in theory, not having to go between clients' homes, I could be cooking every day, 12 hours a day, in theory, right? But I think just finding that happy balance and happy medium and just doing what you can versus doing everything is really key or doing nothing. Yeah. Yeah. If you're at the point right now where you guys feel like we're doing stuff and you're not doing stuff and you're comparing yourselves to us, don't. Everyone's at a different place and we're all handling this journey differently. So just take that take that in mind and if if you're not feeling it one day, don't get down on yourself cuz it's it's about the journey and we're all doing it a little bit differently. Yeah, hundred percent. I've been seeing so many posts on social media and stuff that are like, now's the time to be more productive than ever. And, or we're in a pandemic. It's okay to do nothing all day. And it's yeah. like, man, social media is just so black and white. And it's like, you know, one day maybe it is okay to do nothing all day, but if that's all you're doing the whole time, that's going to get problematic. Right. So just finding what is your medium in between full throttle and and not is very important because at the end of the day, we're, we're all going through a global crisis, yeah. you know? So like, take care of yourself. Definitely. <laughs> Time for the topic of today's episode, which is bias for action. 
What does bias for action mean, Chell? Typically in business, speed matters to some extent, right? So making decisions, taking action, they don't necessarily have to be the right decision or action immediately, but just making some type of decision to get you on that pathway is a bias for action. So getting the ball rolling, as simple as that, and having the want and willpower to be able to do it. Yeah, um, I think it's kind of, Bias for action is, is a thing that uh, a lot of successful people have, um, either innately or they've built it into their into themselves, which is it's kind of habit forming, right? It's a habit to want to move the ball forward, even an inch. You know, it doesn't mean like you need to uh, move a mountain today, but it's the type of people who are like, oh, I'm not feeling it, but I am gonna like take a, a few shovelfuls of this mountain today because. They're, they're just geared toward action happening, right? They want action to take place. And some days, you know, it's it's wheelbarrows full. And some days it's it's a shovel or two full. Um, but the innate desire for a person to just want things to move forward is uh, what a lot of entrepreneur types, people who are even trying, already have. And it's something you need to nurture in yourself, whether you have it or not. Because like we were just saying about taking care of yourself, it's cool if you if you can't do anything today, especially in the pandemic. But if you can convince yourself to just take one baby step every day, like we've talked about before, then you're going to move that mountain, right? That rolls into this perfectly because that's kind of what the Unstuck Institute's about, just kind of getting you to take those tiny baby steps. So even if you don't have a bias for action every day, if you just take one tiny step in the right direction and maybe it snowballs after you, you've made some progress, that's huge. So I like to always say, start with the end in mind, um, especially when you're working on a project. I don't remember where I heard that, but I just heard that the other day and I thought it was awesome. But start with the end in mind in the sense that know what you want your end goal to be and then taking those small steps every day to get you there. Um, some companies, so we kind of work that into what we do um, as a business, right? So with the Unstuck Institute, but some companies also have it as part of their mission statements or like founding principles. Um, Amazon is definitely one of them. So literally a bias for action is in their founding principles. Oh, I didn't know that. And I, I think that's, I think that's really cool because there you go. that makes sense. They've, they've continued to grow, um, beyond the sale of books online, right? Obviously they're kind of getting us mm -hmm. some people at least through this pandemic. And I mean, now they have wait you can get more than books there yeah i, th I think you can oh. i think you can get food delivered from whole foods i think that's those like the two things that they do well well yeah i know <laughs> if you have a whole foods in your city if you don't you're sol even ingraining it into the principle of your company I, that's huge um because then that shows that you as a company have a bias for action and those are the employees that you want working for you as well Right. Dictates who you're looking for and also attracts the right people to your, to the jobs you might offer. Definitely. So what if you don't innately have a bias for action? Then what? That's a good question. <laughs> I like that we're on video chat and I can just see you go, ah, I'm going to lob a question at you, Josh. <laughs> no, so that's a good question. That's, um, that's hard. It's hard to, if, if you have no 
innate bias for action. It's it's building a habit, right? And I highly recommend the book uh, Atomic Habits by James Clear, I want to say, where he talks about building habits little by little. It'll, it'll get you through everything from like, I'm going to overhaul how I eat and how active I am. Like a lot of people think of immediately when they think of habits to just like being the type of person who makes a decision uh, every day and makes something move forward every day. And all it is, is about reasons called atomic habits is because an atom is tiny. Right. And so you're just taking like micro steps. For instance, we've talked about this on the podcast before, but just if, if I have a side project that's going on, or if you're like at a day job and you're starting to work on your business on the side, putting something in your calendar that says like, give yourself an hour or 90 minutes every day to work on your, your side hustle, your project, your business, the next thing, next step in your business, whatever, and tell yourself you need to work on it for five minutes. But block out enough time in your calendar that if you get on a roll, you can totally work on it for 90 minutes. But that five-minute rule will totally get you to show up, right? Like, oh, I can totally just do this for five minutes. Like, what do I need to do? I need to think about what domain my website should be. Let me just spend five minutes searching for that. And then you might get on a roll and make a website that night. You might not. You might just have not even purchase a domain, but you're at least a little bit clearer about what domains are not available and what you don't want. So that's progress and that counts. It's five minutes, right? That's huge. That's a very similar concept to the audiobook I'm listening to right now called The Sweet Spot. Um, this is more, I guess, of a personal goal for her, but the woman wanted to meditate or have some type of meditative practice um, in her life. So every day when she wakes up, She'll sit on a pillow for 30 seconds. It doesn't have to be this long med meditative practice. It's literally just 30 seconds of focused breathing. And then she's good to go. So you don't have to find your third eye or nirvana in the 30 seconds that you're sitting on a pillow. But if it mellows you out and that's a really good start to your day, hey, that's, that's a great start. And you've done it. And you can kind of check that off your list. So... Absolutely. It's better It's better having done something small than having not done anything at all. Exactly. And then I find more often than not, that small thing does snowball into a, at least a medium thing, if not a bigger thing. Um, totally. And so it's just, you, you, you have to keep your promise to yourself. You know, James Clear recommends in his book, he was like try, getting people to go to the gym, right? At first you just start out with, I will wake up. I will put on my workout clothes. And I will go out the front door. And if I don't feel like going to the gym, I'm perfectly allowed to turn around. But I have to do that, right? And if you get in the habit of just showing up and getting dressed, first of all, there's like psychology behind like getting dressed, right? You know, so if mm -hmm. you're dressed for the gym, you might, you're more likely to want to go to the gym. So that's great. And B, some days, especially when you're just starting out, you're not going to feel it and you're going to turn right back around and change out of your gym clothes, right? But then, then you start building it a little further. Once you're consistently going to the gym, you say, okay, now I have to get dressed, go out the front door, drive to the gym, right? And then how many people are going to like turn around when they're in the gym parking lot? You might, and that's okay, but you probably won't. And then you have to like go, okay, I'm going to spend 10 minutes at the gym. And if I'm not feeling it, I'm not feeling it, right? But those like just extending it by a micro step every 
uh, every little bit as you get more and more into the flow um, builds those things over time. Like I have a friend, you'll appreciate this because you know him. Hey, friend of the podcast, Jeff Anderson told me once he's, he's, he's so, so healthy now, but it's been, it's been quite a journey. It wasn't like a, okay, now I'm going to eat healthy like that. You know, it was like, well, first he started cutting out sugary breakfast foods and replaced it with like a protein shake. And then he started eating out less and making salads at home. And then like just little bit by little bit, but now he's like my whole day with, you know, exceptions because she's not just like constantly on like a strict diet, but like he generally craves healthy food now. And it, and it, it didn't like hit him. He doesn't know when it happened. It just happened so gradually. And that's like the right way to do that kind of stuff. It's you know? a lifestyle. Yes. It's what they, it's what they say. Right. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, it's just, it's taking that little step every day. And, uh, and sometimes it's like, you know, I just need to make a decision like you were saying every day. Sometimes you don't have decisions to make. Sometimes you just need to do some work, which can be, you know, a little bit of like micro decisions all over the place, but some days you have to make a bigger decision. And one thing I heard recently is, is, uh, if you have to make a decision, write it down on your to-do list. Even if you think you could make that decision right now in this moment, write it down on your to-do list and do it later. You know why that is? Why? Because, like it or not, we're all emotional beings. We might think we're very logical. But if you write it down for later, even an hour later or tomorrow, you're going to reflect back on what your initial thoughts were as you're writing it down. So I could make a decision like, I am definitely buying a pizza for dinner tonight. I don't know why I'm on a food kick for all my examples today, but because <laughs> I'm talking to you. Uh, <laughs> so, I bring out the food and like, people. What can I say? <laughs> right. So the decision is what's for dinner tonight, right? And I could be writing down, make a decision about dinner tonight. And in my mind, I'm like, I'm totally getting a pizza. And two hours later, when I think about it, I might think, okay, I know I want a pizza, but is that what I am going to do? Like, and you have the reflection of, of the decision, the pseudo decision you kind of made as you were writing it down. Hmm. And that person who you were in that moment with whatever feelings and whatever was going on in your life, as well as this other person who you are now when you're looking at it. So now you have like two different perspectives kind of. That's super cool. Yeah. And then plus, if it's a bigger decision that you're uh, avoiding for any reason, or you just don't want to make, or it seems too hard, like too much work, writing it down just keeps it front of mind. Like, it's on your to-do list. You got to get to it. Giving it a deadline is also good. You can write it down like, like I got to make a decision about hiring so-and-so by tomorrow morning. Like write all that down. Yeah. And that'll, that'll help you keep that bias for action because you'll see on your to-do list a thing to check off. And one of those that we often forget, we, we think like, oh, I got to pay the bills and I got to build the website. But we don't think make the decision about this as a checkoffable to-do list item. Yeah. I would say on the opposite, complete opposite side of that, there's also making a decision within three seconds. So Mm -hmm. not necessarily being reckless about your decision, but kind of taking away the emotion aspect of it and just making it based off of whatever facts you have in front of you. I don't know if it would work for the pizza thing or not, if it arose in the morning and you're like, yo, at 8 p.m. tonight, I'm going to order a pizza. It is what it is. But 
The answer will always be pizza if I give myself three seconds. <laughs> Same, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, if it's if it's something business related that you're kind of unsure of, hey, say yes, work through it. And then, hey, if it doesn't work, you can go back and change it. Obviously, if it's going to be completely life-changing and you're laying, if, if you're three-second question is, do I need to lay off 100 people? Maybe take slightly more than three seconds to uh, think about it. <laughs> nope, three seconds. Gut check time. <laughs> <laughs> but that can be that can be helpful if you're if you're really unsure and torn. Um, just kind of maybe it's a maybe it's a both thing. Yeah, you know, maybe maybe you use the three seconds to make a quick decision while you're writing it down. Yeah, right, and that way you have something to reflect on next time you revisit it. Because that could be super helpful. Because I think three seconds is very much a gut check oh, yeah. feel. Like, how do I feel right now? Yeah. Without thinking about it, go. Pizza. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I think another way, especially now that like we're stuck at home all the time and there's no change of scenery. I mean, sometimes I work in here. Sometimes I work in the living room. Sometimes I move to the floor, get wild, you know. But Whoa, you're crazy. <laughs> there's just like, You're crazy. <laughs> there's very limited space and like. I'm I'm very much a person where I, I struggle to get stuff done at home. So like working from home has been surprisingly productive for me, but that's not usually the case. Like I need to be in an environment where other people are being productive as well. And my husband sitting right across from me playing video games is not the productive environment that I need to be in, even though he thinks he's a professional video gamer right now. Hi, David. <laughs> <laughs> but the the Pomodoro technique is is one that I really like to use. So kind of just shifting between tasks um, and then taking small breaks between those tasks to get things done to kind of just give you a little mind shift because I don't know about you, but if I'm staring at something for like two or three hours, I just become jello and can't focus anymore. Totally agree. I also like that technique, which leads us on to next week's episode. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Hey, that's a little taste of next week's episode, I think. Uh, <laughs> Just a little sprinkle of oregano on top of oh, that pizza. A oh, 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 sprinkle. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but we have topics every week, and we pretty much say the same thing every week. <laughs> <laughs> All comes back to the same thing. It's time for a recap. One, all successful people have a bias for action in common. Two, take baby steps every single day. Three. Remember to take care of yourself. We're all in a global crisis. And that's a wrap on episode 30. Can you believe it? We just turned 30. We'll be back next week. Websites and show notes are at www.unstuck.institute. Remember to follow us on Instagram at unstuck.institute. And if you love our podcast, we'd like you to help us out. Leave us a review on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. It really helps out the show a lot. For instructions on how to leave a review, check out our website, unstuck.institute. Talk to you next week when we'll be talking about work from home tips. Which, by the way, if you follow us on Instagram, we're kind of sprinkling those out in our Instagram stories right now. Just a little sprinkle. So follow us on Instagram and you'll see some of those. But we're going to throw it all together in an episode next week. Talk to you next time. An idea without action is like a bow without an... (laughs) I hope the 13th hilarious like we do. (laughs) 
And that's the quote for after the quote.